<laughs> okay. <laughs> Quiet on the set. <laughs> Welcome to the Better Utah broadcast with Chase and Maddie from Alliance for a Better Utah. We are here with Maria Del Mar this week. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me here. Um, yeah, we're super glad that you're here. We'll get to who you are and what you do later on in the show. Um, but we, at first, this episode is made possible by our friends down at the Urban Lounge. Uh, thank you so much to all of them. And also, thank you to our producer, Jarrell James. Woo-hoo. You're not going to say anything? Oh, oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, Maddie and I are both back. We had our own little episodes there for a couple weeks. Um, but we're back and quick, we want to give you a little update on what we've been up to. Um, Maddie, you've been really involved with monuments lately. Um, Always. Always. (laughs) What's going on with that? That's, that's my thing. Uh, so the department of interior is taking comments uh, regarding, monuments that were designated within the past 21 years and so by the time this episode airs we will no longer be able to make comments on bear's ears which is a lot of baloney if you ask me Uh, but if you didn't get your comments in in time there's still time to get your comments in for the other monuments and a big concern to me is grand staircase escalani so i urge you to do that and that's plastered all over our facebook so you can find it pretty easily on there yeah, go onto our social media, tell Secretary Zinke how much you want to see these monuments. Leave them Stay alone. monuments. Yeah, exactly. Leave um, them alone. So yeah, do that. Uh, we've also been following healthcare pretty uh, consistently. Hey, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you weren't aware, the Congressional Budget Office just released their new score update on the American Healthcare Act. Yeah. They said that 23 million Americans would be uninsured under this act, which, Grody. I mean, it's a little bit better. It's better than 24 million, right? But <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. Those numbers um, check out. So yeah, still horrible. <laughs> um, all of our representatives voted for this horrible bill, even though they said that it was great. Yeah. They're liars. Um, go and check out my op-ed that I wrote about Mia Love. She broke all of her promises. She um, did. It's pretty and great. It's in the Deseret News, and don't be fooled by the title, because it, it totally made it sound like Chase was woohooing Mia Love. He, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the next thing that you can do on healthcare is call your senators, uh, Mike Lee and our other senator... Oh, yeah, the old one, Orrin Hatch. Um, he, they are both on this working group coming up with the new health care law because they also hated the, the House bill. Um, but, yeah, go and call them, send them emails, do everything you can Fax to them. make them have a better health care law. Boom. Um, we also have a bunch of events coming on. Um, coming on? We also have a bunch of events coming up. Um, check out our Facebook page, and you can... Be aware of all those. Particularly, there's going to be a march and a rally for healthcare on June 10th. Boom. Uh, it's going to be starting at City Creek Park at 10 o'clock that morning. Uh, go and check out details on our Facebook page. Yeehaw. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much what we've been doing. There's some other big projects that we've been working on with our new interns. Um, we got a new batch of interns. They're, they're all right. No, they're <laughs> cool. <laughs> you get really uh, attached when you work with a group of interns for a few months and so it's always sad to see them go but you know life goes on it does go on
Please do. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and you'll see everything that we're up to. Instagram. Oh, also Instagram, I try. where Maddie posts pretty pictures. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we're going to dive in with our guest today, um, Maria Del Mar. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Right. It's been a long it's okay. week. It's fine. Yeah. Lots of small fires to yeah. always be needing to put out. It's fine. It's actually pretty large fires whenever Trump is involved. Yeah. yeah. But let's not talk about that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marie Del Mar, tell us about yourself. Well, uh, I'm fairly new to Utah. I moved here over the summer. Um, I'm actually an art historian um, Ooh, by profession. Cool. But um, I am an activist, I guess, in my heart. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, ever since I moved to Utah in August, I've become more and more active. And that's one thing that um, was always present in my academic work, was kind of trying to bridge that gap between academia and the general community. And okay. so that's one thing that I've been focusing a lot more on since moving to Utah. Cool. And so when you first got to Utah, did you jump into activism or was it more once the election happened? Um, so when I moved to Utah, I actually started doing um, nonpartisan voter registration with Voterize. Oh, really? Yeah. We love Voterize. And that's, I did not know and that. that's when we met Chase yes. at a fundraiser. Wait, which one? In Park City. Oh, yeah. I did meet I you there. The you were the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun yeah. event. Yeah. So I just moved to Utah and I just started kind of volunteering to, mm. to meet people and to just kind of help out the community. Okay. Um, and Voterize just, it just popped up as a Facebook event. I had no idea who these people were. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and I just went to one of their trainings and actually um, Judy and Sarah yeah. um, reached out to me and they were like, you're really interesting. You should like, we'd like to talk to you. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I started uh, volunteering with them. That's super cool. Oh, wow. yeah. um, we're going to take this time to give a shout out to Voterize and all the awesome work they do. Um, if you don't know, shout they're out. involved with voter registration for millennials, yes. mostly. So if you want to help with voter registration, uh, check out their website and get involved. Yeah. Um, so later on in the year, we had the election happen. Yes. Which was a great day, right? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I actually volunteered for the Hillary for America campaign and did bilingual phone banking and canvassing cool. um, here in Utah. And oh, it was actually great. super fun and very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so the day of the elections, I actually canvassed bilingually um, the Rose Park area. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it was super fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, sure. um, so were you very politically engaged in this sort of a thing before you moved to Utah or was it really just moving to Utah that so um so the answer is yes and no um so as a kid I was actually extremely involved um back in the day um you would actually have to find out your voting location like on paper lists mm -hmm. um, yeah so <laughs> this was when I was living in Puerto Rico um and I would go and spend the day as a kid volunteering looking people up and giving them their like voting location cards and i would do it for my entire neighborhood like it didn't even matter <laughs> what party they were affiliated with i would fill out voter cards for them and drop them off in their mailboxes um my grandfather um was like a community organizer so it was kind of like a family thing uh my parents were also um extremely involved in politics behind the scenes mm -hmm. so they like wrote um 
platforms. So okay. my parents are oh, wow. agricultural economists, so they actually wrote like political platforms for several governors. Unfortunately, neither one of them got elected. Um, but yeah, so they worked on those. Um, so politics was something that was always kind of there in my life. Um, I've also always been voting um, since I was of age in Puerto Rico. Um, and I think that's what kind of piqued the voterizes people's interest was that I talked about how in Puerto Rico, there was a program where uh, the voter registration office, this is a government agency, um, would go to high schools and register teenagers. Oh, so wow. I got registered at the age of 16 because it was projected that by 18, I would be voting. Wow. So I've been voting ever since I was 18. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will admit that I missed one election because I moved and didn't file a change on time. Oh, dang. <laughs> Are you one of those three million illegal voters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so I was pretty sort of involved, um, but then I moved to the States for grad school uh-huh. and mainly lived in in blue states and then you came to utah felt that i didn't that you know i was too busy with school and things were okay mm-hmm. um and then these elections rolled around and i was kind of really interested in the candidates running uh-huh. um and, it, and then i happened to move to utah that was kind of the extreme of what i'm used to uh-huh. and i moved to utah um from berkeley california so i lived in i was living in illinois and then in uh berkeley yeah. out of all places um extremely liberal yeah, to ex- extremely conservative extremely liberal <laughs> like i saw the entire time I lived there, I saw one Republican sign, and it was for Kasich. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Republican light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was just kind of like a shocker. Uh-huh. Um, and then I moved to Utah, and it was kind of the opposite. Um, so I would say that, you know, later on in my adult life, I got a lot more involved here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That's That was a long roundabout. No, that's awesome. That's, that's a great story. <laughs> um, no, I love, I'm always curious because... I think it's good to know just when people got engaged, you know, and to see the differences among people. And yeah, I mean, one of the where you came from. Yeah. And I mean, one of the reasons I got really excited was, you know, we had our first woman running for presidency. So it was like, oh, wow, we might actually have a woman and I might actually help get her elected. So it was Mm -hmm. kind of exciting. That's cool. Awesome. Uh, So let's sort of cross the bridge past the election yeah sorry um oh, no. no it's good uh we just want to move to that next segment um we we probably all had similar emotions after the election um and everybody sort of reacted to that differently yeah. um i know me personally the day after the election i went and met with the aclu at 10 in the morning the next day and we were planning hey what can we do next how can we start working together alliance for better utah and the aclu um i took the day off because i had to go cry a little bit and and then regroup (laughs) and then come back but (laughs) um so what was like your reaction did that spur you to want to act um so i'd been kind of acting you know Uh yeah but i thought i really need to step it up Mm -hmm. um and so it was a it was a really hard day. Um, I cried a lot that morning, and um, I know it sounds cheesy, but I actually put on a black pantsuit. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and decided to go kick some ass. Yeah. Um, and I actually even ha- found like this fake black string of pearls because I couldn't wear white pearls. No. Um, and and just started to tr- try to figure out what I could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we're going to... The reason why we have you on here today yeah. um, is because you're pretty involved with a Facebook group called Utahns Acting for Change Together. Yes. You uh, Act. You Act. We're not going to say the full name anymore. We're just going to say You Act. So now you guys know what it is. Write down the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you get involved with this group? What does it do? Just So You Act is the former uh, Pantsuit Nation Utah chapter. Okay. Um, And so it started right after the elections. Mm -hmm. It was the, it was a spinoff off of national. They had the huge Pantsuit Nation that there was millions of members on. Millions and millions and millions of members in the national, what what people call national Pantsuit Uh Nation. Um, And it was about, you know, people posting stories. Yeah. Um, It was really inspiring to see all those stories and pictures and stuff right after the election. It was extremely inspiring. And I even posted my voting story because the day of the elections, I actually drove somebody to vote. Uh um, And I translated um, at the the polling places because I found like all these older people who didn't really understand English. And I wasn't sure if they had uh, ballots in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So I just... I wasn't sure. So I just hung around for a little bit. I actually found a mail-in ballot that somebody had and I translated. Oh. Like they would ask me like, what does this mean? And I'm like, so it was kind of, it it just was like a really empowering moment. I was like on this like political high mm-hmm. and then the numbers came out. Um, <laughs> and then, so you act spun off of this Pantsuit so, Nation group. So you yeah. act spun out of uh, Pantsuit Nation, um, but you act kind of started um, becoming a little bit different. So Pantsuit Nation, if you've seen it, as I was saying, it's mainly photographs and just short stories. On UACT, people actually started uh, sharing a lot of more action events. Um, so it kind of became, at first, sort of a clearinghouse for a lot of political activity in the city um, and a way to kind of try to engage the community. Um, and it was also this space in which people kind of came together to sort of mourn. And so that was, um, so I guess that's one of the things that I found uh, more inspirational about You Act was, was, was actually, right, what the, what the new name is, You Act. So like people coming together to act. The name change came, if you want to know about that, uh-huh. uh, because Pantsuit National, um, so it, it was kind of twofold. We realized we were kind of becoming a little bit different. Um, but also national, um, went through a whole copywriting process. Uh And so they reached out to all of the spinoffs and kind of told them that we needed to like follow. Buzz off. Well, not buzz (laughs) off, but kind of like follow their rules. And there was like this whole set of rules that if we wanted to keep that name, name. we had to follow. And so we decided, you know what? We're not really just doing that. Mm -hmm. We also want to become a space in which we welcome everybody who's feeling disenfranchised right now. Um, and so we kind of, we went with that name change. Okay. Uh, so what's your role in UACT right now? So in UACT, um, about a month into it, probably less than a month, a couple of weeks into it being open, I actually got, um, brought in as a moderator. Um, I have, I am now an administrator of the Ooh. group, but I'm also, um, 
a team member and captain of a couple of initiatives. Mm -hmm. So we have, um, I first started as a captain of our events. So basically I keep track of every event that's going on in Utah, which is, let me tell you, it's impossible. (laughs) But I try to keep track of them and keep them updated on our Uh list. So we have like a a very robust um, events tab. Um, Every night around 10 o'clock, I all of a sudden see a ton of notifications of you adding events to the group. (laughs) It's actually a lot later. Oh, yeah. Well, it's sometimes super late at night. (laughs) Um, So I am the events captain, which just means, like I said, I just basically run through Facebook and post events that I think are relevant um, to our mission and to our membership or should be of interest to our members. Um, We also work with Calls to Action. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm the co-captain of Calls to Action. I am on the diversity team. So we actually have a diversity team and we host events Uh uh, through the diversity team. So we've already had two intersectionality events um, and they've been, um, we've had a professor from the University of Utah um, run them for us and they've been great. Uh, Dr. Uma Dorm has run those for us and now we are scheduled to have one, I think the title, I want to say the title is ally as a verb um Hmm. and that one will be taking place in probably in mid to late june awesome um what else am i in uh oh i am the captain of a new initiative called polititalk and chase will be helping me with that one and i'm super excited about polititalk um i think that i started noticing that um a lot of people want to be involved but don't really understand politics or civics Uh and i thought this is a great um space for us to try to educate people and not tell people what to do which is what i've noticed that a lot of other groups will do and so i think my background in education because i've been uh i've taught at the university level for six years um so this kind of impulse to to teach and not not tell you how to think but try to give you the tools to figure out how to think um is something that is just present in in my life um and so i started the initiative called polititalk and i want to be teaching our membership about the importance of civic engagement uh which is something i actually research and write on Mm -hmm. within the arts um and utah politics a lot of people just don't know the basics of politics mm-hmm. so we'd get people coming up with their own calls to action and saying you know oh the utah legislature is gonna i don't know put a uh, tax on food yeah call orrin hatch <laughs> and it's like um Actually. well no if you're talking about like the like the utah legislature you need to be calling them Uh not our federal representatives right so what i want to do is not tell people what to do but try to teach people how to do these things for that one call wayne niederhauser yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i think that is one nice thing about facebook too is that i mean so i've i've had mixed feelings about using facebook for for calls to action Mm -hmm. because i think in some cases it can cause complacency and mm-hmm. I worry that people will think that that's all they need to do. Yes. Um, but with a group like this, I really think it's an opportunity to reach a lot of people and to kind of foster a sense of camaraderie with all these different people and encourage people to act. So that's something mm-hmm. I really 
like yeah. about this group. Yeah. And, well, thank and you. And, and I love this Plutotalk initiative. Yeah. I mean, thanks. well, obviously, because I'm going to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> Chase is actually going to be um, giving a talk for us called... What's the deal with the interim session? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that comes from a new initiative that we're doing at Alliance for a Better Utah. You can see on our website and Facebook, every once in a while we'll have something called What's the Deal? We had one on Betsy DeVos, and That's we have awesome. one now on the interim session um, because this is a eight-month thing that happens. They have interim session, and this is one of the best times to actually be involved in the legislative process here in Utah because you have the time to go and get your own bills started or impact the bills that they're thinking about. Right. And so, talk to the legislators themselves who are making these decisions yeah. right here at home. And they're not yeah. as busy right now. So you can actually have lengthy discussions right. with them. Yeah. Um, so we'll be talking about that by the time this podcast is up, it will already have happened, but you can find it. It'll be on our Facebook page. Um, Alliance for better Utah, like us, watch it. <laughs> and it'll also be on the UACT Facebook page. So I like what you said, Maddie, because that's actually one direction that um, I want us to move into a lot more is um, pushing for positive action and encouragement. Mm -hmm. um, and so one thing that, we, that um, I've been talking about with my moderators with my team is how can we encourage people moving from complaining mm -hmm. to right. posting about positive action and i have we but have, i love complaining i love complaining too but <laughs> echo chamber though. but i want to yeah and i want to encourage people to do things so we have one of our moderators is super she's super awesome she's actually from utah but she's currently living in California, but she does a lot of things uh, for Utah. And so she's been posting about how she's been like phone banking for the different like Democrat candidates. Um, and she has like all these super really great positive stories. One of our other moderators uh, posted about how she met with uh, Chris Stewart's um, staff to talk about healthcare, And it was an extremely positive story. And so what I hope is that by posting stories like this, our members will see them and think, oh, this is great, we should be doing this too, and maybe I'll share a positive story. And that's sort of, at the beginning of the group, we would get those, um, we would get people being very excited about making their very first phone call. Mm -hmm. um, and those were really cute, and I kind of miss those. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and everybody would like rally and cheer everybody mm -hmm. up. So that's kind of what I want to try to bring back into cool. it because back now so um as part of a politi talk um it also has a, a a subsection um that is called candidate connection and candidate connection is going to be um multi-partisan hopefully um and we're just going to be introducing uh the different candidates who are either running or already elected um, to our members so that they learn more about the issues that these people, um, that the people stand for. Um, and not to make it partisan, but we've, it's been easier to connect with the Democratic Party. So I am actually co-hosting <coughs> or helping run um, their chair candidate debate um, in a week. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. And because a lot of our members want to learn more about the structure of the political parties and, you know, them getting <coughs> to learn about the election process of like the leadership mm -hmm. will let them to understand things better. 
Sweet. I'll have to watch out for these new videos. Candidate Connection. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, Awesome. 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 It's awesome to see all the different things that you're trying to get started and get moving through the group to help contribute to this activism. Yeah, and um, through calls to action, um, well, we, we collaborate with, uh, Alliance for Better Utah. Hey. Um, <laughs> um, the ACLU knows to call us. Uh-huh. And Indian. I'm part of a team um, for Action Utah. And Action Utah um, is a nonpartisan group. Um, and they see themselves as bridge builders. Um, and so I actually am their women's issues captain um and so, so what are issue captains and what does that so we have issue captains so people focus on different areas so there's um climate environment um healthcare, women's issues and so as the and issue I'm probably missing one yeah so as the issue captain of women's issues like what do you do so i um track bills that have to do with women and families mm-hmm. um and i go to the capitol and i run into chase Hey, <laughs> we have fun. Yeah, we do. We, we gossip a lot. Yeah, we text a lot. Um, <laughs> and does. I actually get to meet with the legislators and talk about what projects they have. And I track what bills I think are good. Um, and uh, we supply support. So if, you know, I meet with a, with a, well, I can, there are a few, uh, there's one specifically that I can talk about uh-huh. that didn't go through, but um, Andrag, uh, Senator Andrag was proposing um, an equal pay amendments bill right. um, in which he wanted to revise uh, data or find data and see what the discrepancies were um, gender-wise, male, female, um, for different um, areas of pay. And so we were trying to get um, his other party members uh, to support him because the Democrats were seemed to be fairly supportive of his um, bill proposal, but mm-hmm. uh, the Republicans weren't. So that's we were trying shame. to get rally up some support for that because that seems to be like a step in the in a positive direction. Um, some of the other bills that I was tracking were um, Angela Romero's, um, this uh, the the rape, rape kit, uh-huh. um, which went through, bill, which went through, party. and that well, was amazing. <laughs> and I, I cried when I saw every, I mean, it was just so emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, there was the other one that was for the, um, it was, it was the Angela Romero one, but it was for the university one for the free speech. No, 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 no. It was for like the counselors that they couldn't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Do you remember know. that one? We weren't following that one. Okay, so just forget that. Because <laughs> I don't remember For the, the rape name. Kids? Was it when you, they it was, agreed to? It was the confidentiality, testing. the oh. confidentiality one. Oh, so I was also tracking Angela Romero's um, campus confide- confidentiality um, bill, which means that if a student talks to a counselor or any type of um, crisis person on campus they are guaranteed um confidentiality and that was that's a big issue in utah where students were actually not guaranteed that um and so that was another bill that i was tracking Cool. So it's been, yeah, it's been really interesting to go up there, um, be nonpartisan. Um, everybody's super nice, uh-huh. super, really super accessible. nice. Yeah. They're really accessible. They get really excited. Um, I've become friends with some of the interns, which has been kind of fun. <laughs> um, and it's been really great to see a lot of them were seniors. So you, I've been seeing them like graduating and oh. it's so great. I feel mm-hmm. like so proud. <laughs> 
So when you go up and you talk to these people and you follow these bills, then what's the next step as an issue captain? Um, so I write a call to action. Okay. Um, and then that is disseminated through um, Action, action Utah. Utah's oh, okay. listserv and mm-hmm. website and Facebook and all of that. Yeah. And then you guys go and post it on Utah's Acting for Change Together, Utah's Speak Out, Indivisible. I see them go everywhere. Yeah. yeah. yeah they just like explode throughout uh, the internet. Yeah. yeah. So to find out more about Action Utah, you can go to actionutah.org.com. Search for Action Utah on the interwebs, and you can also like them on Facebook and Twitter um, as well. Yes. They have an underscore on Twitter. Yes. I do remember that. (laughs) Uh, And then you're also involved with trying to get women into office, right? Yeah. So um, one of the issues that I I guess I'm the most passionate about, right, as as a women's issue captain is just women's issues, but in politics. Uh Um, And so as as a Latina woman, right, so as a minority in Utah, um, one thing that I want to start seeing more is um, more diversity um, in our electeds. And uh, and I will say that one of the parties is actually pretty diverse and they're women. And it's been truly inspiring to see these women kicking butt up there. (laughs) Um, I like, I'm a huge fan of them, but I want to see this more and I want to see it, um, not just in the house, which is the most diverse group of women, Uh but I want to be seeing it in nonpartisan races as well. So I would love it if we start seeing it in like city council and county council and not just the school boards. Well, but school boards are not diverse. That's the problem. No. Yeah, no, we have like, the state school board, they have a... Uh, the state one might, but yeah. the smaller ones, like, we'll see them overseeing, like, a school that has, like, a, I don't know, like, a 70% minority student population overseen by, like, white people. Oh, yes. Definitely with minority <laughs> representation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, you're actually... It seems like you're active across the I'm board. I'm active across the board. I yeah. Mean, so I'm involved you, you in... You act. You're informing people. Action Utah. You're getting people to act. Yes. Um, and then you're getting people to run for office. I'm hoping it's, to get people to run for office. Um, I mean, what's you know, next? Are you going to run for office yourself? I'm too new to run for office. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, next thing maybe, we're going to have Maybe president. be a strategist or run for <laughs> office. That would be fun. That'd be great. I'd actually like to pick your brain about something. I have a lot of friends who are like young and politically active and really feel invigorated after this election, which is great. And I kind of talked to them about it because there's been a huge, overwhelming call from specifically Democratic Party, yeah. but other groups saying like, all right, well, young people get involved, get involved yeah. in politics. And overwhelmingly, almost all my friends say, well, I'm too angry to be involved in politics. I'm too, I'm too, I've done too much stuff. And I'm sitting here like, we just watched the craziest election. (laughs) How are you sitting here like you're too angry and you're, you've done too many things in the past to get elected when you just sat through nuts town, like you just sat through craziness. (laughs) Did they vote? Yeah. Well, most of them voted. Most Most of them voted. Most of my friends voted. Most of my friends. That's great because um, Utah had pretty Very bad low. voter register, uh, voter, voter, voter turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one thing that I think we keep seeing a discrepancy is people seem to think that if you register someone, you're done. And that's just step one. Mm-hmm. You right. need to then get them to actually vote yeah. and come up with like a voting plan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing that like kind of break there. Yeah. And I mean, going to Jarrell's 
sort of question or point. Like for me, I'm angry pretty much every single day. Yeah, I'm very angry. Like 10 o'clock, I start getting news rolling in. Or even when I wake up, I already have a few notifications. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm pissed already. So it begins. But for me, I feed my anger into acting. Yes. I mean, a lot of it is just jumping on Twitter and taking over twitter oh no. yeah <laughs> whenever you see better utah flying off a bunch of tweets all at the same time it's because i'm mad about something usually healthcare. yeah <laughs> so i mean so that's and so i agree with chase that's that's what that's the approach i'm taking is i'm mad i'm not gonna take this anymore and so i'm just gonna become involved and i've probably become a little bit too involved <laughs> uh, i don't think there's such a thing there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it we know. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living room. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. Another question that's sort of similar, I mean, for all these people that are, they're angry, they're wanting to be involved, what would be your number one piece of advice? What should people do to be involved, to act? So a couple of things like, so, so I'm just going to... Just one, your number one piece of advice. So my advice, I mean, based on mine is find out what the top three issues that matter to you are. Uh huh. Because everybody wants to focus on everything and... There are a lot of us. <laughs> so if, if, we, if we divide and conquer, yes, we can take care of things. Mm -hmm. But I can't handle everything. All those little fires. Yeah. So right now, we are divided, right? Maddie's into environmental, environmental issues. <laughs> Chase does healthcare. Healthcare, voting, LGBT issues, a lot of different things. And I'm into, I guess, political politically activating people women's but issues women's issues is my and predominant diversity. one and and it overlaps uh -huh. with like healthcare and minority and minority are... i mean that's a that's a big thing mm -hmm. is i really want to get intersectionality yeah intersectionality <laughs> right it's like it's like my it's my I care about privacy laws and oh, yeah. net neutrality <laughs> and various things doing with minorities as well yeah you can't really you can't really say you're not for that one right. thing i like to say though too is i mean i really like dividing and conquering because it really helps when you're passionate about an issue. If you find out what your issue is mm -hmm. and you go and find a way that you can help impact that issue. But then also remember to stand up for other people's issues as well. Oh yeah. Right. Show up. So be an ally. Yeah. Be an ally. We need the people there so we can make a statement. I mean, go to the LGBT rally, just be passionate about your issue, but then also stand up for other issues that are important to other people. I agree. I agree. Um, no, I, actually, I, think this I actually is... think those are some of the better points I've seen. Uh, and a lot of it does come from the minority community, but they asked the question, why do you care so much about environmental, uh, like marching for the environment or all these stuff, but you didn't march with us for these various protests. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that's something that people aren't necessarily mad that you're marching for that. Or they don't necessarily not support it. I just think that we as a country and as a people haven't quite gotten to the point where we yeah. see the connections and we see yeah. the importance of supporting these other movements yeah. for our own benefit. And for me, I'm a very white guy. I mean, I can tan, but I'm white. But I went and marched for Black Lives Matter. I laid down in that street. Yeah. So you can stand up for other causes even if yeah. it doesn't directly affect you because eventually it does affect you even if it's right. indirectly. Yeah. 
Um, another thing I was going to say is when you find out what your issues are, you um, and that's another thing I want to start doing with um, UACT is starting to uh, tracking lists of groups or nonprofits that work on these specific issues mm -hmm. to help direct members to connect with these groups. Because one thing that I keep seeing is new groups springing up when we already have groups doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and so rather than duplicating, we should be joining efforts. Yeah, um, sure. And one example is the healthcare march um, that Chase just mentioned. Um, that's actually being put together by a coalition of groups. Mm -hmm. um, and so because I'm in so many groups, I got brought into it pretty early on. <laughs> but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group of groups, and I don't even know how many of us are in it at this point. Yeah, and but. we even had two groups that were sort of like connected. One was like advising, and I don't, yeah, there's a lot of groups in that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Maria Delmar, for joining Thanks us. Thanks for taking the time. Um, so her group is Utahns Acting for Change Together. You can find it on, well, actually, you cannot find it on Facebook. Yeah, it's a secret group. group. You have to sort of learn the secret symbols and <laughs> go out and flash them around the city and hopefully somebody will invite you. <laughs> so, it's, so it, I mean, it started as a secret group because it started off as Pants with Nation. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, it's just kind of like a safe space in which people could talk about politics. Uh -huh. um, I'm sure if you talk to your friends, though, you can find somebody who's a member of the group and ask. Very to join likely, it. know somebody who's who's in it, and they'll add you, and then um, and then we we might approve you. Yeah. Um, and then also Action Utah again. You can find that online or on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, and then for us, Alliance for a Better Utah, uh, you can find us, betterutah.org, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. Not everywhere. We don't Snapchat. Oh, yeah. We do not have a Snapchat. Don't try and find us on there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and I think that's it. We will see you in a couple weeks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.